Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cervantes Podcast. Here joining me today on a discussion about black male stereotypes is marketing major studying at Johnson and Wales University and co-creator of clothing brand Uri Militia, Evan McCullough, and criminal justice major also studying at jo Johnson and Wales University, Sevi Velasquez. What's, what's good, Seven Ev? How are you guys? I'm going on, man. Uh, all right, all right, let's get good. into it. So in a June 2020 Greater Good magazine article titled How Challenging Stereotypes Can Save Black Lives by Zaid Jelani and Jeremy Adam Smith, they reported that several studies of police officers found that exposure to negative stereotypes, mainly equating black people with guns, made them more likely to shoot black suspects. That's probably a factor in why, according to a recent study led by Frank Edwards of Rutgers University School of Criminal Justice, African-Americans are 2.5 times more likely to be killed by police than white people. This makes sense due to the fact that the American public is repetitively exposed to images of black men as criminals, society is more likely to see them that way. For you guys, how have black male stereotypes impacted your life? It's so, it's so interesting um, because I think it does have a lot to do with, you know, the media and your, your personal intake. Um, but I think it does start in the home. Okay. Right? Yeah. I agree. Um, so I feel like I had a pretty good, I had a pretty good base, especially because I have older, older parents. Right. So, uh, my father is 69 years old. I just turned 20, you know what I'm saying? Like, like in, like in December. So, um, having his friends around and that, and that sort of, um, wisdom, right. My mother is in her early sixties. Um, I have two, you know, older brothers that excelled academically. Um, so I think that I got I got the good before I got the bad. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I could you know I could kind of relate on the other end because I had parents who are relatively young. My dad's forty three, my mom's forty one. So even them being significantly younger than Evan's parents, they still kind of went through the same stereotypes as Evan's parents went through, and I got to learn the same thing, just kind of in a a different way because they're a younger generation. So it, it kind of suits me more growing up. We're kind of in the same same generation and it helped me to be on the lookout for what what's, what's to come being a black man growing up right and I feel like you guys I feel like us three are very like upbeat and kind of like the opposite of what the media tries to show people nah, do you definitely. feel like do you feel like growing up it ever made you like kind of negative or kind of like walk around like you know, walk around with a, with a meme mug on all the time. Right, <laughs> right. Like way. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's crazy because it's kind of how I am now. Like when people see me out in public, they always saying, oh, you look angry or you look upset or 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 you look, you look mad at the world. And it's not the case. It's just it's just how I look. It was, it's just how I always thought I had to look. I always thought I had to have a meme mug on my face. So people don't think it's relatively sweet, especially me being, you know, light skinned. It's just kind of something I was I gonna had get to, to that later. Yeah, and you think, <laughs> yo, that the most the craziest part about that is I, I felt like I felt like I had to be the palatable black person, right? So I felt yeah. like I had to be more upbeat, always smiling, like not the mean face on, right? So, um, but even in certain situations, like um, regardless of how upbeat you are, you know what I'm saying, whether you look mad, uh, whether you're happy. I think I had to come to a realization that there's still going, people are still going to see you um, 
however they want to see you, right? Yeah. Right. Definitely. They always want to form an opinion on you no matter what. Exactly. Right. That's true. Like, you could be the nicest Black person, Black guy, Black woman, but, like, people will still, like, you know, kind of cross the street right. or, like, look at you or right. respect a certain personality. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. In social psychology, a stereotype in an overgeneralized is an overgeneralized belief about a particular category of people. It is an expectation that people might have about every person of a particular group. Is there such a thing as a good stereotype in your opinion, or are or are all stereotypes harmful? This, that's a that's a good question. I, I would think, say I would say there's no I would say like there's no really such thing as a good stereotype because the stereotype is really yeah. you just making an assumption about somebody before getting to know mm -hmm. them, talking to them, and having mm -hmm. a full conversation with them. So even if it's mm -hmm. necessarily not something that's being that's being filed towards them, I I don't think a stereotype is something you should you should you should have. You should get yeah. to know that person, talk to exactly. them, have a full conversation with them, see what their interests are, and then you can form an mm -hmm. opinion person to see oh they're like this or they're like that mm -hmm. but i feel right. like now it is almost unavoidable right and i think it was kind of always like this i think whether you see it on tv or you have a family member that speaks about it um you see it on youtube facebook instagram like it's almost unavoidable right and also the experiences Definitely. that you go through um in life kind of form to help kind of help form like that stereotype so it's like right i don't i don't think any stereotype is a good stereotype but i think that it's you're gonna happen. grow up yeah it's bound to happen you're gonna grow up and you're gonna have one regardless yeah. right right Definitely. i agree because i think sometimes like the quote-unquote good stereotypes could be like we're good at playing basketball right yeah that's oh that's kind of okay but then for me like i'm sure I wasn't good at basketball. So like, it yeah, kind of gave me like a chip on my shoulder. Like, <laughs> I want to make my dad proud at the basketball games. I want to like do, you yeah. know? Uh -huh. And it's like, damn, I can't, I can't do something that the world, my community is like, cause we love doing that, we should but like, be not yeah. everyone's good at it. So it's yeah. like. People so look at you and they'll, they'll automatically assume well, you're, you're athletic or you're fast or you can jump yeah. high. Along think, those lines, yeah. I think, oh, okay. So my question for you is like, do you feel excluded? Growing like, up, honestly. yes, that's a good question. Yeah. No one's ever asked me that. Growing yeah, up, yeah, yes, because yeah. I felt like, like everyone's playing these sports, and like I'm not, like my dad made sure mm -hmm. to like put me in certain sports, but like I wasn't very mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. So I kind of felt like, damn, yeah. I don't have anything to talk about at the lunch table or in the barber shop or hanging yeah, out with mm -hmm. certain friends. But it's like, yeah. I think kind of like Obama becoming president and like certain things happening. It's like, oh, like I don't need to be one way if that makes sense like seeing mm -hmm. other types of successful black men, black men doing other things kind of like oh like, okay, other than like, an athlete or other than a rapper right like it's okay to read it's okay to yeah, yeah, <laughs> do yeah, certain yeah, stuff yeah. Yeah, that's a good question yeah. that's a good question isn't that so yeah, crazy though that you that you grow up feeling like you have to fit into a mold to be around the people that look like you not yeah definitely yeah i remember i like, used to like like i used to wait for a cut and read like just read. And mm -hmm. I remember some of the barbers were like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you reading in the shop? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I didn't have a phone. I, yeah, I, I didn't phone, see man. the last game last night. It was like, I, you know? So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. but I feel like after, I feel like high school kind of, it kind of, oh, like it's, I saw many different types of 
like black people, black men. So it's like, oh, like I can, yeah. I could be different. And I'm not less than, or yeah. I'm not like, you know, a white guy stuck in a black guy's body, like that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I hate that. I hate that. Because <laughs> what does that even but I feel mean? Like, exactly. Know? Exactly. I, I think, honestly, though, I think we're all guilty of making a joke like that, right? Oh, nah, definitely. Yeah, which is so, I, I, yeah. which is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad, but I know yeah, we're it's all crazy. I get on Evan all the time because Evan comes to the court, the hoop, the hoop of us and no, Evan, Evan, not the best basketball player. So I get him. All the time. I'm like, I'm like, bro, you're black. Yeah. Like, bro, we hoop, so we do. But you know, it's just a joke that I feel like I can make. It's it. how you say it, and I think it's who says it. Yeah, definitely. I think if yeah. anybody else would say that to him, it would be, it would definitely be a problem. Yeah. yeah, like I had somebody tell me, like I was a part of before I came to Hofstra. I was once I went to college, and I was on the mm -hmm. rowing team, and we were talking right before practice. And some white guy was like, we were talking about like black movies, I think, or something. And mm -hmm. like I hadn't seen, I think, Menace to Society or Juice yet. <laughs> yeah. And the white guy on the team was like, you haven't seen that? And I was like, nah, like I just, I haven't. He's like, oh, yeah. like you're not black. I'm more black than you. I've seen all these movies. And I'm just like, how See, are nah, you yeah. more black than me? And you're a whole white man from yeah. Germany. Like, they don't know. You know? They they don't know the boundaries uh, there's just some things you don't say no matter even if even if you're cool say me say you and him were cool it's still not something that he should have thought was even okay to say to you right yeah, he might he might have got hit uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right like i think it's different from like like Seb was making though. a joke yeah. where, and he's your yeah. friend so it's yeah a, right us of, all being right. black all us all being good friends, like that's a, a cool little joke that I can make, and we laugh at it and not think too much of it because of life. We're we're friends, right? And you're not we, we, you're not we, trying we, to we tear been, him down. I'm not being mm. malicious. We've been through the same things. We've been through the same stereotypes. We're all mm. black, so that's a joke I can make. You as, you as a white guy, you, it's not something you can do. <laughs> you, you don't go through the same things we go through. Right. It doesn't. It, it sounds very weird coming out, you know, of your voice, of your mouth. So, yeah. yeah. That's facts. Um, as black men, we go from boy to man rather quickly. When did you know, like, oh, the world looks at me as dangerous or violent? I, mean, I had to stop. Like, my mom was telling me, like, um, I think she started talking to me about like trick or treating and about like how I have to stop like trick or treating before too. You wow, know what I'm saying? Like, okay. yo, like, like you're kind of too big. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like you see me, are, like. I'm like middle school, I was already taller than everybody else. I was already bigger than everybody else. So I, I'm knocking on somebody's door. They might think I, I'm a full, a full <laughs> man, like trying to run yeah, up on adult, them. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely a conversation I have with my parents too. That I definitely had to stop doing activities like that at a much earlier age than everybody else just because yeah. of me being black. Mm, because it wasn't that's interesting. It wasn't Halloween for me. I think it was when um I think it was when like you're growing up and like, cause like we're from New Rochelle. So it's a mm -hmm. small kind of town, small city. And mm -hmm. we all, we all know the firefighters and the police. And mm -hmm. it went from like me waving, like I said this in a previous podcast, it went from me like waving to them to like being scared of them. I have to be you know? seen here. Like, hey, yeah. what's up Sergeant, I, I, whatever. I, I can really like, like, oh, okay. What? Especially yeah. after what happened to Trayvon Martin back in like 2014. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I'm not I'm not a little kid anymore. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because I seen a video on Twitter actually of a kid playing basketball in, in his driveway 
and he sees a cop car coming down the street and he and the first thing he thinks to do is go yeah. hide behind the car so he's oh, not yeah. seen and, and he's in his own driveway just shoot like, playing basketball like just stuff like that is crazy it's crazy to see that they had to go to that extent and being that young and thinking to do that already yeah, yeah. it's like our child it's, it's like, crazy yeah yeah essentially yeah. i think it's i think it's interesting because it kind of now it's not even a certain you don't even have to be a certain age or you know a certain a certain size to be scared because you know what i'm saying the police have showed us that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who, right? who you are what you look like yeah tamir right. rice was 12 exactly. i think trayvon martin was 17 mm-hmm. yeah it's it's wild it's like when i'm like i don't I don't think it's healthy for young, like black youth to like, see, like be scared. Like I remember like walking in a bodega yeah. and I have to make sure that like my hands aren't in my pockets. And like, I, I feel like I have to yeah. hold my wallet and what I'm purchasing yeah. at the same time. So they know you're not <laughs> trying to steal. So yeah. yeah. Here. I plan on paying for this. Like I'm not coming in here to do anything crazy. I'm literally coming in here to actually buy something and leave. I definitely right. feel like that now, every time I go into a store, even as me having been in Providence or going to a store, I'm always looking around because I know I'm, I know they're looking at us. So I'm always looking around. So they see I got whatever's in my hand is visible. I'm not putting that in my pockets. So I definitely can right. Like to we that. can't window shop. We don't have the freedom to. Yeah, nah, you don't have that. You don't have <laughs> at all. We have to, we have to buy something. Same thing when we go to a, the mall or outlets, you're in a store, like whatever, H&M, it could right. be wherever, like you, the eyes are always on you. Great. That's, that's facts. That's facts. Um, have you ever, have you guys ever had a white or non-black friend make jokes about black men not being good fathers? If so, how do you respond to that? <laughs> no, nah, um, I've never <laughs> had anybody say that to me because yeah, that is a problem. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Violence. That's good. I've I haven't I haven't yeah. heard anyone say that to me, but I've definitely <laughs> heard that joke. I've heard it before, especially at yeah. school. I've heard it before, and I'm just like, where did that come from? Because like none of yeah. I'm like I'm not a my dad's in my life. Like I know my dad, right? My dad but I think it's, as I got older and like done more research, it came from like you know mass incarceration, black a lot mm-hmm. of black mm-hmm. and Latino men being thrown in jail for petty crimes. But it's like to to joke about that is not like mm-hmm. there's not so cool. many things you could joke about. Like I just feel like yeah. you know, and it goes to show it usually comes from young white kids on on like Instagram, Twitter, or social media, whatever. So it's like where are they it's getting like, it from? That's like the the new, I guess you could say troll culture. It's a lot of fake accounts, meme accounts, they don't have a profile picture, they're not I wouldn't say real people, like it's always right. those accounts that go to those extents first on any type of social media platform and make those jokes. Because you right. can say because you can say anything when you can hide behind a screen. Right. Exactly. Like you could you right. could go on Twitter, create a fake email, you know what I'm saying, TikTok, whatever. You could say anything. Um Right. Or they feel you like could, they you could really like... be anybody on the on the internet. Yeah. yeah, you don't know who it is, and I feel like sometimes people feel safe to like say it on the on social media, or they'll like, like I'm not a very like I I'm not a very like confrontational confrontational, confrontational person. So sometimes yeah. non-black people will say certain things like, "Oh, that was funny, right, Saranta? Mm-hmm. Right, bro?" But not, not they don't know me. that there's other people like who I'm talking to who will say something or who will like step to them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like yeah. that's you like know? when I see um all those things on Twitter that go viral of the people saying racist stuff on their social media and then it'll, it'll go viral and it's like 
why do you feel comfortable saying that on your social media? Like, who do you have up there that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough to say mm-hmm. that those type of things and think nothing's gonna happen? So, I mean, I feel like it's a whole it's a whole line of of stuff that that's a, that's an issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Have white women ever made you feel some type of way when you walk past them or you're just chilling and they stand all the way to the side of the elevator? <laughs> um, I feel like... I white say, people, it doesn't have to be just white women. Nah, I mean, for me, it's, it's usually... It's, usually it's, like it's never happened to me because, I don't know, I guess because I'm lighter, like that, that would be my, my guess. And I don't really come off as too intimidating like wait, you stay next to me, talk to me. Like I don't come out too intimidating, but I've okay. definitely like been walking down the street and I've I've seen people cross the sidewalk, or at night I'm walking, just walking back to my dorm. There's somebody out with her husband, and or she's jogging and she's she's tending across the street, and I'm like, or or stop I, and turn around. Stop! Like <laughs> I, I didn't plan on doing anything like that. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right, right. Walk home. And okay, I that's think, interesting. Uh, I think sometimes, right, with a woman, you know what I'm saying, walking at night, sometimes I would like to think that it's just because, you know what I'm saying, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a man. I think, I think that's <laughs> Oh, and not because you're right? black? Okay. And not but because I'm black, yeah. I can't help but think that it's because I'm black. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, I can't. I, I, I would, in situations like that, I try to give benefit of, uh, of the oh, doubt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because women go through it a lot. They do. Right. Um, right. Like not feeling safe at night. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like they don't have right. the luxury of going out for a jog at night like me and Evan would do after we got done with the gym. Like they can't just do that because, you know, they it's crazy. It's crazy. Right. For women. Go for a walk. Like, some crazy outside, some yeah. crazy yeah. guys out there. So oh, they yeah, definitely go they definitely go through a lot in, in that aspect. Yeah. So I can't if I you know what I'm saying, if there was a woman jogging at night she was across the street or take another route i cannot blame her because mm, yeah. you, you get it from their perspective yeah that's, that's interesting right. i didn't expect I you guys to, to answer i, I get it but then again i can't help but thinking it's like all right what if it was another white guy jogging like would she feel like that she has to call the street thing, then yeah. too or mm. you know in January of last year, the Women of the Real Daytime had a discussion about media personality and former rapper Joe Budden's comments on his podcast where he said he understands why Kevin Hart cheated on his wife, Aniko, because he works very hard and isn't home often. After hearing this, comedian Lonnie Love told her co-host, I think a lot of Black men really don't, really don't know how to have true faithful relationships. They think because they have money, because they have power, that they can treat women any kind of way, and that is something we need to work on. We are still we are still dealing with slavery because our families were broken up. Lonnie received a lot of backlash from her yeah. comments. How do you guys feel? Do you agree or disagree with what she said? Um, so first of all, I, I really don't think that it, it, goes, it comes down to black men in general. I feel like it, it comes down to just them as a person because you know my my dad's a black man and he went above and beyond for my mother. He, faithful, did everything for, take care of us. So, I mean, I feel like it comes down to them as a person and how they were raised to, mm-hmm. and what they saw, what their father do for their mother. So, and right. I don't, I think it's, it's more of that and less of the, the color of our skin. Yeah, yeah. I don't right. think the color of your skin has anything to do with your character, right? <laughs> um, right. Yeah, nothing at all. I think that he just, he made a conscious decision as a man, as a person, to cheat on his wife, right? Yeah, that's um, all it is. 
Now you may feel more inclined to do so because you have even money then I don't feel like that is even then you have money and fame, you're never home. I get that you're busy, but even then that's that's never a reason to cheat, obviously. All right. I think it's cheating is a a decision he made and that's just that's just his action and obviously there's consequences. Mm -hmm. Right. I think men cheat. I think women can and do cheat as well. But I think sometimes in the media we're more exposed to black men cheating like yeah. i feel like loving him yeah, we have things like like the shade room and tmz yeah. and you got paparazzi following those guys around 24 7 waiting for them to mm-hmm. slip up waiting for them to be caught out with somebody so they mm-hmm. could put it on the the front page of a paper right. and have a crazy headline and just have people talk yeah. about it even if it yeah. has nowhere near being true or any traction to be gained on it it's just it's what they it's what they do and right. a lot of these classic movies and things right and that are that are written and directed and produced by black people, right? I love seeing black people rich. That's one of yeah. my favorite things to do. But it That's is one of my biggest problems that I have with Tyler Perry movies. Oh, the biggest problem. Yes. I, you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. oh if you my know, gosh. you know. Yes. If you know, that is one of my big like. Like, a, like I, the I, black woman is always the black female characters are always um struggling to find a faithful man and they're like always poor and single yeah, that's honestly being neglected, yeah always being neglected single mothers uh, yeah yeah and we got to stop that and I, it's like oh movies and tv God. show it's reality shows like we're scrolling this person cheated on this person like i feel like we never see mm-hmm. white men not that i want to see that but we never see like mm-hmm. we never see it, no. being like thrown at us like that like cheating like um so yeah we gotta we gotta change that i disagree with her with the slavery part too because i think while yes slavery has had a big impact on our people that's not i don't think that's the reason why some black men cheat <laughs> like oh you no, can't not at, all. not at all not other at other stuff you... yes but not no other no. things yes but you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. your girlfriend asks you why why you cheat on me, you can't be like man, <laughs> slavery. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. yeah that's not a valid answer. Doesn't like, make really sense. Uh, doesn't make um, any sense at all. The next the next thing I pulled from the um from online, another stereotype I want to discuss with you guys was on the topic of dating. There's a false idea that black some black men don't like to date slash marry black women according to a 2018 huffington post article titled your dating type may be crossing a line into prejudice by contributor belisa wanting to only date a specific race a race that is not your own defines people solely by their race and also plays into stereotypes that there's a specific way of there's a specific way people of certain races are supposed to look or act so basically there's difference between preference and prejudice yeah how do you guys I definitely agree that there's, there's definitely a difference because, you know, being from where I'm from, there's, there's a lot of guys who tell, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to date that, that black girl. Like, she's too dark for me. Like, I like light-skinned women. Like, right. that, and, I, and I have to tell them, because they'll, they'll say, oh, like, that's my preference. Like, it's just who I like. And I tell them that that's, like, that's not a preference. That's just you being, like, discriminated against darker women because you like light-skinned women. And you could you could like light skinned women, but there's a better way to go about that without bringing breaking down a darker woman just because that's her skin color. She can't control that. Right, right. But, I was chilling one time in the lobby in high school, and like we were just talking about girls, and I said like, "Oh, would you date?" Like I think I showed a picture of like Kerry Washington, 
and I, and I was like, oh, like, would you date a black girl like that? And he was like, nah, that's too dark. I, w- I won't go darker than Zendaya. And I was like, what? Yeah, darker? That. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's so crazy. I was just like, wow, that's that's crazy. But what were you going to say, Ev? I interrupted you. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, kind of just going off of the same thing. I think people don't really, I don't, I, I, I feel like people don't realize the difference between um, being colorist and, you know what I'm saying, racist versus mm-hmm. having a preference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, big right. lips, that's right. a preference, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I like I like tall girls, I like short girls, you know, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like tall yeah. men, like tall, like that's a preference, right? Yeah. Um, skin color, that is not, like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's totally <laughs> all. Right, I, like, and I think it's like, you have to, a preference is like, I prefer this type of woman, but I'm mm-hmm. open to dating any and mm-hmm. all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's a pre- yeah, that's a preference. Yeah, like you, like you said before. Another stereotype about us would be that we only listen to hip hop slash rap music. You know, sometimes I'll be listening to reggae, Spanish, pop, and R and B, and some people are like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so how do you I guys? Like this is, how do you guys? I feel like, like this is the this is the perfect topic for Evan because Evan is like he's the, like he's put me on to so much different. Like I listen to all that music, but like he's put me on to so many other genres of music because he's somebody who literally listens to everything, like anything you could think of. Like he ha- he has it in his, in his phone. That's mm, a fact. I, I like that. I listen I like to that. every yeah. I listen to every genre, everything. Right? And That's good. I think I owe it. Yeah, I think I I think I owe it to my parents and my brothers, right? So my parents. That's why I get the the jazz. You know what I'm saying? The reggae, all of that stuff. Um, from my brothers, right? From like my brother Adrian getting into skateboarding and like alternative music. So that put me on to like Tyler and techno and things of that of that nature, like. Uh, people like KNX, Knowledge, um, and then Shannon, you know, like my oldest brother going through like that rock phase and listening to Dance Gavin Dance, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think I kind of just... Like we would have listened to literally everything. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. very I like well Yeah, like I don't want to listen to just one genre all day. Like, I can't, I can't. You know? I don't know how people only listen to drill music. Oh my god! I, I don't to, know. I was about to say that, bro. I cannot. I don't do know it. how people do it. Cannot. Right, do it. right. Or do you do you feel like also sometimes we only have to listen to like male artists? No, not at all. Mm-mm. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's a thing where you turn with your friends and you, know, you got your you got your phone on shuffle and you got some stereo. <laughs> <come on. laughs> Everybody look yeah. at you like like bro, what are you playing right now? It's just yeah. Yeah, like, are you good? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, if you want to bump some, I don't know. Yeah, I listen to everybody. Kenny, Kenny Aiko, Summer Wall, I think that's yeah. okay. It doesn't have to just be Pop Smoke, Kendrick, yeah. Jay, like, you know. Right. So exactly. I'm glad and do you know, do you know what's interesting about that? I think people get uncomfortable. I think when a lot of men, right, who may not be too comfortable in their sexuality, get into a, sp- a, a confined space, and the subject matter that a woman is singing about might make them feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, yeah. I, I could agree right. with that, definitely. Right. Like, oh, I can't relate um, to her, so I can't listen to that. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's mean, like... I can't listen to... I can't relate to Pop Smoke. I was about I'm to say, about yeah, a lot of these guys talk about exactly. like rainbows and a million dollars. I cannot relate to that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. I'm I'm not in your tax bracket. I don't mm-hmm. sell drugs. I don't do drugs. But that's exactly. how it makes me feel good. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. what I so, feel about. So, so now, do you think that 
not having, you know, like an open mind and, and not being comfortable, like in your sexuality, like do you think that all plays into um, toxic masculinity amongst the black community and having to fit into a certain role or, or, or feeling like you have to be tough to kind of take on the world? Like you think that yes. um, something, something as simple as choosing music to listen to, do you, do you think that it like that it relates yes because i think that yeah. it's like you you have to like we're taught to be the world is hard on us so like our fathers tell us like oh that's why i'm like hard on you and you got to be mm -hmm. tough all the time and don't mm -hmm. cry but it, for mm -hmm. me it's like holding all of that in didn't really help me because it's like so i'm never supposed to tell you how my how i feel <laughs> like i'm always mm -hmm. supposed to that's I'm not that's moment. not helping because yeah. then i end up because then i would end up taking it out on friends or people that don't deserve to mm -hmm. for me to yell at, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm not yeah. really yelling at you. I'm yelling at so and so. Yeah, up, and and it's down to it's down to come on eventually. So you're better off just you know over time just talking talking it out, talking to everybody, talk to event. You know, like that's a I meant to Evan all the time. If I'm upset about something, if I got problems going on, I'm gonna tell Evan about yeah. it, and he'll give me advice on how I should go about it or what I should that's do, important. and that. That's the that's the best route to take when you have stuff building up in your life because if you just let it keep building up, building up, it's gonna it's bound to it's bound and to that's the, yeah, and that's the thing, right? And I think this is something. This is a very well, it's not great, but this is a older ideal of how a man should be, right? I think I think um, this is something that's passed down, and I think it's even show where it's like, oh, like you two thousands babies are so soft, or you're not like the nineties, or you're not like yeah. this era. Like, nah, y'all was sad. Like, y'all was beating y'all lives. Like, <laughs> right. I don't want to yeah. be like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, you guys are, like, are so soft. Like, nah, I just go to therapy, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just talk about my shit instead of, you know, being a drunk steel steel mill worker. Like, nigga, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was right. down, like, like, it was you know down there for it. <laughs> or, or just being angry, down. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like get like get that shit out of here I'm, I'm trying to break that mold like and yeah, i think definitely. that's why so many people are pushing the initiative i think um who was it taraji p henson i think provided the um free therapy for black men yeah, yeah, right. she has like yeah. a whole foundation black people, yeah. yeah yeah right right and i think yeah that's so, not, i think i watched the that um the denzel washington and viola davis movie fences like it was about like mm -hmm. this dad who like He's so like he's dealing with a lot and he takes it out on his family and then he cheats on his wife and he's disrespectful and emotionally abusive to his son. It's like a lot that's mm -hmm. based on like that's not faith. <laughs> a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are dealing with that. So yeah, I just think talking, talking to like fellow friends, especially I think venting towards other men, I feel like that's a mm -hmm. new thing. Cause I didn't really see that growing up. Unless it was about yeah. like, oh, I, I didn't get to ask her out or I didn't get the mm -hmm. car. I didn't get, or, you know, I, I missed the sneakers, but talking about real stuff with your, yeah. um, with fellow, like, like homies and bros, I think that's important because we, we don't see that. Yeah. It definitely is important. On the next I thing. Think, oh. Okay. Yeah. I also think, you know what I'm saying? I think it's interesting because, and I think I'm guilty of it too. Well, not guilty of it, but there are, there are some things where I just can't go to for certain people, right? Like there are certain friends that you, might tell everything to and there are certain friends that you like I can't really talk to like about this or like really yes. connect with you, like on this level and it may feel like you're kind of limited into who you can express your true feelings 
Yes. Because some people, I think they're not ready to like, they're not mentally mature enough to deal with what like you're saying or your the, the, the subject at hand. Yeah, that's, that should matter. Do you guys feel like representation in the media, um, is it going in the right direction? And do you feel like, you know, for people who say, oh, like I'm my own person and I don't like, I don't care I don't care what other people think. I'm just going to be my own person. Or do you feel like representation like can have an impact on our lives in terms of black people, black men, and like stereotypes? I think it's super important. I think it's super yeah, important. These, these are things. I feel like people seeing you off rip in a in a good light and as a good person and seeing you all these accomplishments and doing the right thing. I feel like that's the best way to put you in a better position to to level up get you even more opportunities to work with people or get a better job opportunity or just have a better opportunity to, to better yourself and become more successful. So representation is definitely important. Right. Right. Cause I, I feel like, you don't is, see. Mm -hmm. sorry. Um, <laughs> I just feel like the meat, like it's just so easily acceptable, right? Like, like uh, accessible, right? Like I, I picked this up and I'm on Twitter, I'm seeing everything. And I think a lot, a lot of people um, are starting to speak up about more things, are starting to, you know what I'm saying, really embrace their personalities. And um, I think I think we all have a job to do, right? Um, as Black people, as Black men, um, especially with athletes, right? I think Colin Kaepernick kind of really took the lead. Um, people are, you know what I'm saying, kids are watching this and, 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 they're, and they're looking up to him. Do you know how much power and influence athletes have on the youth yeah yeah like you know what i mean so yes. it's like you know what i'm saying i'm talking you know what i'm saying people like basketball players right lebron katie michael right? Harden, all the, definitely like you know what i'm saying like you do you know how much power like you know what i'm saying like that they hold so i don't know i feel like we all have a job to do in not just being moguls and role models but um, making making sure that we are showing people, young men and young women, that we're doing something with the power that we have, right? Right. And I think that's kind of what I wanted to do with even like my clothing brand, like um, showing um, showing minorities in a positive or like a divine light, right? Um, right. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think. Um. I think yeah. I think it is important because I think sometimes what we see especially in america i feel like what we see on tv or a lot of young people think like oh what's online or, or if a news anchor said it, it's true that's it <laughs> so we gotta change you know that perspective do you feel like do you feel like black men we're being like it's getting better for us and now the focus should be on protecting and uplifting black women or do you feel like there's still work to be done in um in our community I mean, in um, our society. We're definitely in a better position now for, for black men, but all around there's definitely still more work to be done, but I feel like we're definitely in a in a better position than them. So now we're in kind of the, the phase where we, all right, so now it's time to put us to the side for a little bit and kind of start start working on them and getting them to the same level as us. So it could kind of be, right. you know, equal. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I last think, question. I think, oh, sorry. I think it could be done simultaneously, right? Like definitely. we don't, 
we don't have to like uplifting ourselves does not mean demeaning black women or women in general exactly. right i think the two can be done in unison um i think that this is something that you know what i'm saying and even with rachel's graphics and you know what i'm saying I, right. I appreciate black women like protect black women like these are real things and i think these are things that people really need to pay attention to and keep in mind um even in their everyday everyday things like microaggressions right these things you know what i'm saying these implicit and explicit bias you know what i'm saying so i think that it can be done sim uh, simultaneously but i do think that um black women um women in general um definitely definitely require require um care right and my last question what is like your advice for black men who feel like What's your advice for black men growing up, kind of like myself, my younger self, who don't feel like they're like a part of the community, don't feel like a real black man and mm -hmm. low key, like it sounds weird, but like wanna be a stereotype, wanna be a cool black mm -hmm. guy, but don't feel like it, if that makes I sense. Think, I think the thing is that, I, I think it's honestly finding, <sighs> realizing, yeah, finding yourself. I think, I don't think it's finding That's yourself. I think is realizing that what what you like does not take away from your how black you are and your exactly. experience as a black man. Yeah, exactly. um, mm -hmm. I think that if you're around a group of people um, that think like that or will neglect you for thinking like that, then that's not the right group, right? I know a lot of my close friends will respect you more for being yourself. I think this goes for people in general. We'll, we'll respect you more for being yourself than trying to act like you know what I'm saying you're something that you're not. Mm. Um, definitely, ju definitely, just find find yourself, find what you like to do, find what you think is cool, and mm -hmm. and make that become the new thing to do for for black people. Because you know, me growing up, I did everything. I skate, I skateboarded, snowboarded, played oh, baseball, wow, okay. basketball, football, like anything I could do. And necessarily, people people were like, oh, like you skateboard, you're, you're black, and like, what, like what are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. and now, and later on, I got other black friends who are now skateboarding. I got little cousins, nephews, mm -hmm. nieces who skateboard and it, it all came from me because they saw me skateboarding and they weren't scared to, to go hop on a skateboard. And you like bridge and, the gap. Yeah, and want to go try something new just because not every black person, everybody like them is, is doing it. Right. If you, and, and I think that's the thing, right? If you go to an area, right, um, that is highly populated, you know, like, like, like by um, people that look like us and you go over there and you just be yourself and you show them that you're genuine, then they'll respect you. Mm -hmm. like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you I don't so. have to, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you you don't literally, have to just, be, you literally just be yourself and you'll still get the same amount of respect. You don't have to fit a certain, you don't have to dress the same as everybody else. Right, right. Like, you don't have like, to. You could go to the hood and not be a hood nigga. Like, you could <laughs> literally, literally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think people like, can tell if you're being fake, you know? Mm -hmm. It's very easy to tell. It's very, yes. bro. I've definitely it's had people very, tell me, like, Saran says, you're doing too much. Or, like, yeah. Yeah, it's very easy to tell when people are not being themselves. Um, usually you can right. see right and through it's so, it. And it's, and it's so cringy. It's, it's very crazy. cringy. It's, it is very cringy. Usually does not work out well. Um, so yeah, yeah my yeah, advice, right. honestly, and look up to people like Tyler, like Tyler the Creator, you know what I'm saying? Earl, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Earl Sweatshirt, who really stuck with what they like um, yeah. and their Throughout vision. Their 
and they're and they're and they're at where they're at now by being themselves. You know what I'm saying? Literally, literally, by being themselves, never, never stop doing what they wanted to do. What they you know what I'm saying? Do, being weird, so to say. Mm-hmm. Right, right. A lot of famous people are weird. A lot of great, smart, creative people mm-hmm. are yeah. weird. That's, that's what that's what makes so, you you. Yeah, I yeah, I think I think people will appreciate that because. I, I know it's not just I know it's not just like ten year old Cervantes or you know I feel like it's a lot yeah. of people that probably mm-hmm. felt that way at one point. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. I think sometimes I think it all starts at home. Like you guys said before, we have to educate. You know, and Definitely. raise our young Definitely black boys. My parents, my parents are always always open to me trying new things whatever I wanted to do they were they were with it they supported me so it definitely starts at home man building that culture of being comfortable in their own skin facts facts like what, what your parents are teaching you and what they're like telling you about um life and how to be a man and not like I think a lot of people want to fit in but like there's only one you it sounds corny but there's only one you yeah. and like I'm never gonna be never gonna be like i don't know never gonna be michael b jordan so like let me just be mm-hmm. me <laughs> you now, know literally that's, so, the, that's the best way to look at it you're never gonna right. be somebody else you better off not gonna be work yeah. yeah not gonna work um thank you guys i appreciate it um of course i think i think it's important to you know back to the stereotype conversation i think it's important to educate and raise our young black boys to be good respectful and knowledgeable men black men need to hold each other mm-hmm. accountable so we do Definitely. not become a stereotype and be good leaders and not followers mm-hmm. we also need to hold each other hold each other and people who aren't black accountable that make jokes about black men or black people in disparaging ways thank you guys for joining me in this com- necessary conversation you can follow evan at yts.ev and sev at svy.14 on instagram mm-hmm. thank you for listening everyone hope you all had a great black history month Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.